You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Taking the message of around the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians 4. Let's look at verse 7 through to 13. My focus is verse 12, but we just, I want us to read it in context. Ephesians chapter 4. Hallelujah. You know, we've been in um, Ephesians. We did Ephesians today, right? We did Ephesians 6 today, right? So we've been in Ephesians um, throughout um, the week. And um, tomorrow we'll be moving further. Let's read this together. One to go. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Keep going. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might feel all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. That means verse 13 is where we are arriving at. That's where we're going to. Amen. All right? That's where we're going to. But look at where the discussion started, at least for what I want to share. Verse 7. Previous verses, he had established that we as a church should endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. He had talked about that earlier. He said there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. First, he's trying to establish unity of the brethren. The commonality we share in our faith, in our union with Christ. Amen. And, um, and uh, in how we operate. But now, after talking about in the ways that we are uniform or our commonality... He now talks about how we are separate. Amen. How we're different. Are we together? Did you get what I'm saying? Go back up. Go to verse 4. 4. He said there's one body. That's where, that's where I want you to get the picture. There's one body. Everybody say there's one body. Alright, so in that body, Renaissance is in that body. Winners is in that body. Anglican Church is in that body. Apart from Jehovah's Witness, amen. 
Alright, they are all in the body. Are we together? So, <laughs> the only person that is in, is in the body is the one that believes that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Alright, so, I can tell you who is not in the body. Amen. So, but there's one body and one spirit. Then it says, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. That means there's one expectation that God has for us. Hallelujah. Verse 5. He now says, one Lord. We don't have, you know, in um, Christianity is... Maybe a practice of monotheism. <laughs> we are not into polytheism. You know, people that believe in many gods. Are you understanding me? Say the God of this, the God of that, the God of coconut, the God of the river, the God of. Are you understanding me? So he's establishing here that there is one Lord. Hallelujah. One Lord. One. Amen. One Lord. Then he says, one faith. One faith. One baptism. Now it's not saying one baptism does not mean what he's trying to say is that all of us were dipped into one immersion. Amen. One union. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about water baptism or this thing. What he's talking about is we're in one union. Glory to God. Okay. Verse 6. All here is establishing one, 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 one. Because he wants to talk about how we're different. Amen. Are we together? He now says, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Hallelujah. So, the next thing he's going to say is but. But. Everybody say but. Now, that word but changes the story. It makes you understand that he wants to say something else. Hallelujah. In as much as there is one Lord, one faith, one Father, one baptism, but every one of us, hallelujah, is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Hallelujah. Mm. That means that you have grace. Amen. I have grace. Amen. What he's saying here is that the way the grace is expressed is different. Amen. Every one of us is given grace. That's the part I want you to, to establish. Every one of us. That means there's no one that is without grace. Hallelujah. Are we together? He didn't say some of us are giving grace. Every one of us. Does every one of us include you? Does it include you? Every one of us is giving grace. Now, it's important for you to understand that you are giving grace. But listen, grace is not given for nothing. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? So, if every one of us is giving grace, it means there's an expectation. Hallelujah. Because here, he's not talking about, you know, there are two things, two sides. Whenever you hear the word grace mentioned, it is either the totality of the two, or emphasizing one aspect, hallelujah. 
or the other. So, in grace, there are two sides of the coin. On one side of grace is forgiveness of sin. Hallelujah. Our liberty in Christ. On the other side of the coin is ability. Amen. Capacity. Am I communicating? Now, you can hear, oh, thank God for his grace. What you might be talking about is you're thanking him for his love towards you that never condemns you. But that's not all about his grace. Amen. That same grace that didn't condemn you has empowered you. Are you listening to me? So, when he's saying to everyone who is giving grace, on this particular note, because he's talking about the gift of Christ, he's talking more about capacity and ability. Amen. So, it will not be wrong for us to say, unto every one of us is given divine ability. Everyone has been enabled. Amen. Not some. Everyone. Everyone. And includes you. You know, I, I love, you know, yeah, yes, but, you know, what, the scriptures I love, I used to look through and just get excited about that, whosoever, whatsoever. You understand that? Those whosoever scriptures that includes everybody. Because one thing about the law in the old covenant is that the old covenant is always looking out to exempt somebody. If, <laughs> once you start saying if, condition has entered, I said, if thou shalt hearken unto the Lord thy God, and obey diligently. As, as they are going further, you are, they are deleting. Are you understanding me? If. Already. Hi. If. Okay. Thou shalt. Amen. Hacking. We are not to hacking. Are you understanding me? Then you are out. Okay. I can hacking. But diligently. And observe to do. Ah. By the time they finish the description, you are not among again. Are you understanding me? So the law always attempts to exclude. While grace always attempts to include. Are you seeing that? The law is looking for how to eliminate the number of people that partake. Grace is looking for how to accommodate the number of people that will partake. Amen. Are we getting that? So you see that when the scriptures are talking about any time, whatsoever, whosoever, you see that in the New Testament. Hallelujah. You hardly see whosoever in the Old Testament. Glory to God. I, I preached once a message about what I called the three alls. All right? All grace, all authority, all power. I love when all is said. Amen. And everyone, and all, and whatsoever. Hallelujah. So here is one of those kind of scriptures that says, Unto every one of us. It includes who? It includes who? Every one of us is given. You know what I love about the scripture? It's not saying will be given. It said is given. Amen. That means I already have it. I already have grace. I am graced of God. Hallelujah. Say I am graced. Say again I am graced. Now let me explain it this way. You know that prayer we call the benediction, 2 Corinthians 13, 14. Where it says, the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit. It didn't say, we'll be with you. No, 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 no. 
He's not saying, he's not praying for it to be with. He said, it will remain. Amen. That means you already have it. Are we together? You already have grace. You already have love. And you have the fellowship of the Spirit. Amen. Say, I'm graced. So back to Ephesians 4. But unto every one of us, even if we have one Lord, one faith, one baptism, we're all graced. And we're graced differently, uniquely. Let me use a better word, uniquely. Amen. Uniquely. The God that could make thousands of species of insects. Amen. <laughs> Among the insects, if you pick out uh, a bug, there are hundreds of species of the bug. Are you understanding me? If you pick a snake, there are hundred types of snakes. Are you understanding me? That God, do you think he doesn't have enough manifestations of grace for all of us? Amen? Amen? <laughs> Glory to God. Now, in the natural, how you know that God believes in the uniqueness of the individual is even by how our fingerprints are. Praise God. You know, um, some guys were doing a study and uh, they were studying about the DNA of man. You understand? And they said that when they started getting into that study, they found that they've not even scratched the surface of the information that is available in a man's DNA. Are you understanding me? They've not scratched the surface yet. Now, if God could make our fingerprints all different, so even they're surprised. They say, ah, they, they, they're still saying that there's no two people that have the same fingerprints. You think that's the only thing that God made us like that way, that there are only two people that have fingerprints? No, there are many other things. Amen. If they don't know what appendix is for, amen, <laughs> what God put it there for, amen. <laughs> Maybe it's for future use, I don't know what. <laughs> are you understanding me? <laughs> you know, that's why I say, put that, so remove the appendix. I say, I wait to. <laughs> you know whether you're removing, <laughs> Maybe you're removing something divine. <laughs> it's a joke, it's a joke. Amen. All right. You know, but the point I'm making is, that God, if you don't have appendix, I'm not saying that, you know. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have an appendix, you know. You know, it's good to have everything. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. All right, so. The, the doctors don't know exactly what the purpose is. You understand? Because they believe someone can live without it. You understand? Someone can live without it. So, those are the, maybe the medical things that when we get to heaven. Because actually, you know why I put the appendix there? <laughs> ah, then you open scripture and show us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It's no wonder all the people that they don't have appendix, the way they were behaving. <laughs> to God. I'm pulling some pussy legs. Ah. Alright, so the point is that <laughs> but I've been studying people that don't have appendix. <laughs> if there's a similarity. 
doesn't seem right. It's a diss to people. Do you have a pen? They say no. You know, there are some things we study. Are you understanding me? Let me give you an instance. I was trying to look out for the countries in the world that have malaria. That have malaria. Female anopheles mosquito, malaria. And almost all the countries that have malaria have corruption. Are you saying? <laughs> it's not confirmed, but I'm still studying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and they said that the typical African has malaria parasite in his blood forever. <laughs> Amen. Alright, thank God every one of us are not giving malaria. Alright. Unto every one of us is giving what? Grace. <laughs> Divine ability. Enablement. Now, um, Dealing with uniqueness is what I'm talking about. The uniqueness of every individual. That we are not graced exactly the same way. We are graced different, differently. Now, you know, most of the time, um, be- believers are not able to differentiate between what you might call a natural gifting and a divine or a supernatural gifting. Amen? Are we together? You know? Um, they're not all the same. You, you get that? They're not all the same. Because there are some things that it is because you got born again that it was activated. Hallelujah. If the person wasn't saved, that part would never have come on. Hallelujah. So that means that gifting is supernatural. Hallelujah. So here he's not talking about our natural endowments. He's talking about our supernatural endowments. That God has supernaturally endowed all of us in such a way that we are unique in our own way. Amen. When a man discovers his uniqueness, it's a big blessing. Hallelujah. It's a big blessing. It's a big blessing. A big blessing. You know, one of the things that I discovered early that I would say has helped me as an individual is that nobody can be me. Amen. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Nobody can be me. I am one. One in seven billion. Amen. <laughs> and the same for you. Glory to God. Are we together? One in seven billion. I know there are times where you might see people that look like you, but they are not you. Are we together? You know, someone told you, so, oh, I saw someone that looks like you. Some of them, when they say they look like you, you say this person doesn't look like me. You understand that? And there are some people that say they look like you, you'll be happy. Then there are some people that say you look like you, say why? <laughs> but you're one in seven billion. So that has helped me a great deal. And it will help you when you discover that you are not, see, listen, I'm not saying try to be unique. You are missing the message. No. You are unique. You don't have to try. (laughs) Praise God. 
So they say, oh, whatever it is we do, whether writing, whether preaching, whatever, nobody can do it the way I would do it. Amen. Are you understanding me? Oh, thank God for what every other person can do. But there's only one me. Hallelujah. And there's a grace that God has given to me. Hallelujah. I believe those were the reasons why Paul made some statements he made. Where he told the Philippians, he says, you are partakers of my grace. Why was he personalizing the grace? Amen. My grace. That means there's something that works in my life. That is supernatural. And there's just a way it works with me, Paul was saying. And you are partaking of it. Hallelujah. Are we together? Now, one, one thing you discover about grace, Paul made a statement in Galatians. He said, when those that seem to be pillars perceived the grace of God, which was given to me, as it was given to Peter. He said, he said the grace that was given to Peter was to this group of people, but there was a grace given to me. And he said they perceived it. That means it showed. Hallelujah. It became obvious. That's why you hear the same experiences. Let me use an illustration. We'll be preaching in a village, let's assume. Okay? And I preach in several villages. You know? And then the people that were in the village, we say, this is what happened to them. They've never met the people that we preach to in Port Harcourt. Are you understanding me? Then... You go to Lagos or Abuja and preach. And someone will say, this is what happened to me. Are you understanding me? And then you go to a foreign country. And they will say, this is what happened to me. Why are they saying the same thing? Because it's the same grace that met them. Amen. It is just unique to you. There's a lady I used to know. You know, she, she was in Nigeria years ago. She, she's relocated from this country. The music minister. And um, in, those early years, in those early years, she was the most anointed music minister I'd ever met. I, I particularly remember one, one crusade we went for, and she was singing on stage. She was singing, and that was just always manifesting in her. You understand that? When she sings, it just always happens that way. Effortlessly. It's a grace. You understand me? It's a grace. It's not that she's trying to say, this is what she wants to happen. No, that's just how it happens. When she was singing this particular crusade, you know, crusade, crusade, you know when we say crusade in Nigeria, you understand? It's a soul winning expedition, a gospel expedition, where you're going to meet people head on. Are you understanding? So it was in... Um, one of the waterfronts, you know. And they, they, she was on stage singing. And the people in the community didn't want the church to come there. They didn't want the church to come there. They didn't want anything about God in that community. They have a guy there that is um, like um, the territorial, you know, spirits in the area. He's a juju guy. So when he heard about the crusade, he went to the water front, you know, somewhere at the river, and started invoking things to disrupt the program. That's what he was doing. 
Everybody knew. Everybody was at the crusade point. They didn't know someone was doing anything. They didn't know someone was doing anything. And she started singing. As she collected the microphone, they introduced her. She came up to say, and started singing. She raised the first song. He said he was trying to light a fire. It will light it till we quench. Something will happen. Maybe they will interrupt the lady from singing. The tea will start burning. When she t- takes the microphone again and says, start singing again, it will go off. So he said, who is that person? That's where he came out from that place he was to come and see the person. And the power of God came upon him in the crusade ground. Now, that's not just once. That happens regularly. Are you understanding me? Regularly. It's a grace. Praise God. It's a grace. There's, there's, there's just a way God moves in our life to break demonic holds in people's lives. That's what I noticed. Someone call it a deliverance ministry. Are you understanding me? Yeah, but what it was that there was just a manifestation of the Spirit that always just moves to break demonic holds in people's lives. Hallelujah. And she does it when she's singing. Amen. Or rather, it happens when she's singing. It's a grace. Hallelujah. You know, there's a gift of laying on of hands. Are we together? There are some, let me just say, I say this with all sense of modesty. There are some ministries or ministers that that's not how the Spirit of God works with them. Are we together? That's not how the Spirit of God works with them. They might just teach and minister. Some people will be blessed and go their way. There are some ministers that don't have the experience that when they touch people, the poor fall under the power. It doesn't happen. It doesn't mean the power of God is not in their lives. But that's not the unique way the power of God flows. Are you understanding me? Okay, let me give an instance. There are some ministers that they are talking. People are crying. Nobody will fall, but everybody will cry. <laughs> are you understanding me? Nobody will fall down, but everybody will cry. Some of you in the cast, does it touch you? Oh, oh, oh. oh, my soul is healed. <laughs> That's how the power of God moves in their own life. Are you with me? So it's unique. They're talking. Then there's some people, as they're talking, they just start talking. Everybody will stand up. <laughs> hey! Mm, ah! Are you understanding me? Are you, are you to, it's a grace. They didn't plan to, they didn't tell the people to stand up. Are you understanding me? So there are different ways that, 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 that it flows. Amen. Am I communicating? Then there are people that I remember. <laughs> uh, okay, let me not go into that. You know, it's important to know that the grace of God is unique to every individual. Amen. It's also unique to you. It's unique to you. I've seen people with different leadership styles. There are some people that how they get the job done is everybody move. Ah, yeah, yes, India. And then. Everybody's running, but the work will be done. Then there are some that you're wondering whether the thing they do will work. Are you understanding me? Let's gather here by four o'clock. Even you that they say who is going to come, you go there at four o'clock, everybody's there. Are you understanding? Everybody's there. What are we going to do now? Even the voice does not seem to be commanding anything. Somebody will say, let's do like this. And I say, let's do like this. I say, okay. 
they will dispatch. Everybody will go and do it. You say, ah, ah, what is, how is the unique way that God walks through them? Amen. And one thing is this. When the people discover how the grace of God works in their life, that's a big advantage. Amen. That's a big advantage. Glory to God. Am I communicating? If you look at the life of Peter and the life of Paul, the grace of God on their lives were not exactly the same. In most, most of Peter's ministry, we didn't see him lay hands much on people. Are you understanding me? Peter didn't lay hands much on people. Hallelujah. He spoke words or he just went in that environment and things happened. At least we know the story of where the Bible says in Acts 10 that while he was yet speaking, verse 44, the Spirit of God fell on all them that heard him. He didn't touch them. Amen. That's how his ministry was. On another occasion, the Bible says, that should be Acts 5, that people kept sick people on the way, that Peter's shadow, they didn't say that about Paul. Amen. That Peter's shadow will fall on them, they'll be well. Praise God. That's how the grace upon his life was functioning. But for Paul, most of the time he had to have contacts. Amen. He would lay hands on handkerchiefs and aprons. And he, are you understanding me? He had to have, have contact. He told them in the, in the, in the um, um, Philippian church, he said, look, I need to see you that I may impart. This one, I can't, I, have, I need to have that contact with you. That was how the grace functioned in his life. Are we together? First thing to understand is that you have grace. Amen. Whatever it is that you do in the kingdom, you have grace for it. Amen. You have grace. Then, but there's a way the grace is unique. It's unique. I've seen two people sing, you know, years ago. One came up and sang. After she finished singing, everybody was clapping. You understand her? Clapping clapping, pitching, doing all the things. Everybody was just clapping. Wonderful. Then the other one came up to sing. If you judge both of them, the second person that came up they, is not as skilled all right, as the first person. But she sang. When she finished singing, nobody was clapping. They were saying, God is in this place. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Hi, mighty God. <laughs> It's grace, oh. Are you understanding me? It's grace. And don't misunderstand me. There are people that the grace on their life is entertainment value. Are you understanding me? And I'm not saying it in any mocking way. That's when they come, they make people happy. Are you understanding me? There's some people, they, don't, they didn't come to make anybody happy. They, they remind you that Jehovah reigns. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Are you understanding? When they come, there's one um, song, person sang. I'm trying to remember the song. All this kind of Yoruba chanting. When they finish, like they say, when they finish, you just like God. <laughs> you, it's not that you are happy. You are just like conscious that God Almighty he reigns. Is <laughs> a grace. Am I communicating? That's just how it flows with them. In the same way, there are people that when they lead prayer, people pray. 
Are you understanding me? Then there's some people that are trying to get people to pray. They're quoting all the right scriptures. <laughs> They're shouting at the top of their voice. And the people are wondering, why is he disturbing us now? If he wants to pray, let him pray now. <laughs> then someone else will just come and say, Brethren, we need to seek the face of the Lord. Someone will just be at the back. Yes, we need to seek the face of the Lord. <laughs> are we together? And everybody just wants to pray. It's a grace. There's this guy, you know, his, his uncle, is an uncle, a big uncle. You know, business person. He's graced. One thing I saw about his life, I'm still connected to him today. One thing I saw about his life, he knows how to make believers get involved in a financial project. So, they are building in the church, or they are doing something. He's the one they will call out. Now, what is so surprising? I've been in those meetings. I've been around. You know, as a young person, I'll be there. He will come up. And then, he might just quote one scripture. You won't even know when the thing will carry you. Are you understanding me? <laughs> and he'll just be talking, 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 talking. This, that, that, that. As he's talking, people are asking, um, uh, um, when can we pay? <laughs> are you understanding me? It's a grace. Are we together? Say, every one of us is giving grace. Amen. All right? It's giving grace. Just like we talk about my friend, Reverend Dr. Joshua Tende, when he's teaching God's word. It, it uses um, illustrations. You know, he call three people out, four people out. If you just be looking at it, if you don't understand it, eh, even you don't, you don't understand yourself too. Are you understanding me? So you just call out three, four people, and then you use, and some of the time, it's not illustration he previously thought of. He's my friend, so I it's not an illustration he previously thought of. On the spur of the moment, are you understanding me? An illustration comes. And that's how he teaches. Praise God. Am I communicating? It's a grace. It's a grace. Praise God. The place I wanted to go to is verse 12. We've not even been able to leave verse 7. Amen. So everyone of us giving grace. So the second part says, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Amen. This scripture is a very controversial scripture. It's not as simple as it looks. It means many things. Amen. Why is it saying according to the measure? It means that it's not the same measure that everybody is giving. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Let me show you a scripture. Let's go to First Peter 4. Um, 
that would be the best place to read from. Um, let's start from verse 8. I will get to 10, but I just want to be sure that we'll get a good portion of the scripture. Is this helping anybody? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him. Um, in a meeting earlier um, in the evening, this today we started the song got healed i saw someone get healed of a pain in the neck um but i was upstage before the praise and worship started i didn't call it out but someone got healed and above all things have fervent charity among yourselves that's not what i'm talking about today today is not charity you know uh for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. I, I have a problem why King James used the word. What, you know, I just think, was that someone's name was Charity or something? Because all the time they used Charity, it was supposed to be love. Amen. Sorry if your name is Charity. You know, your name has entered the Bible. But, you know, <laughs> there's nothing Charity about it. It's love he was talking about. Amen. Are we together? So love covers a multitude of sins. Verse 9. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. My focus is 10 and 11. Then it says, as every man. Let's read that together. I want to go. As every man had received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now, this scripture is explaining to you that is, this is Peter's message. Well, listen to Peter's message now. Different from Paul's message, but they're saying the same thing. Amen. Paul has said, every one of us is giving grace. Peter agrees that as every man, everyone has received the gift. That you have the gift. You have, there's a gift you have. There's a gift you have. Everyone, everyone minister to another. Minister to the other person. All right? Then he says, as good stewards of what? He now called it that this grace is many-sided. Amen. That's what manifold means. Many-sided. English words came from. English words didn't just, you know, they evolved with time. All right? Manifold came from many folds. Amen. You see this handkerchief now? You fold it the first time. You fold it. That's two folds. You fold it again. And now four folds. You fold it again, eight folds. You keep folding until there are many folds. Amen. So it has many sides. So when you say the manifold, the grace, the grace of God has different sides to it. Amen. Are we together? Different sides to it. But we have all received grace. Amen. And we should be good stewards of this many-sided grace of God. Hallelujah. 
But that's not the big one. Verse 12. Sorry, 11. I said 12. 11, sorry. Sorry, 11. Now, he now says, hey, do you know why I came here? According to the measure of the gift of Christ. That's why I came here. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. All right? That's why I came here. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. Pause. Then he says, if any man minister. Now, that means that speaking and ministering, he's talking about two different things. Amen. Even if they are related. Are we together? If any man minister, that meaning that there are people that minister without speaking. Amen. Okay. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth. That means he can't function beyond the grace that came. Amen. Are we together? Let him do it as of the ability which God giveth. That God in all things may be glorified. Amen. Why is he talking like that? Because it's not the same ability that comes to everybody. Amen. Even to that individual, it's not the same ability that comes every time to the individual. Did you hear me? Some of you that sing, you know what I'm talking about. There are times where you, the, the unction is stronger than other times. Amen? Are we together? According to the measure of the gift of Christ. So, the one you have been given, don't complain about what they gave somebody else. Don't be like the man that had one talent. Amen. No, 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 no. Use what you've been given. Use what you've been given. I was with the Norfolk Church. You know, I, I was sharing with some people. I said, see, um, some people think that maybe because you are a preacher or you're a minister of the gospel, it means that you like crowds and you like people, you know. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. There is no time I'm coming to speak that there's no sense of, I don't know if I can do it. Amen? It's always there. Yes, <laughs> it's always there. But one thing I've noticed is that the moment I start, it's just like I am where I'm supposed to be. You know, they say you are in an element. Are you understanding me? Just, just like that. Just there. I was in Norfolk Church, you know. And that's happened several times, you know. Uh, I shared about how um, I was in London one time, and then it was, it was not a meeting. Uh, it was not supposed to be a meeting. It was a ceremony, but they wanted me to minister. A lot of unchurch kind of people, you know, they came to have a great time, but they wanted me to minister. So I came up, you know. I was like, where do I even start with these people? Are you understanding me? It's not like, you know, there's a different way they say, oh, there's a man of God. I just have some people already know what to expect, you know, or people that have heard you before. This food, that's not what they came for. 
You know some brethren like doing 419. You know what I mean by 419? You invite all your friends. You didn't tell them that they are going to preach. You understand me? Then you now call the preacher. I just give him the microphone. Fire them. <laughs> now, what you don't understand sometimes is that it can even be offensive to the people that you invited. If God doesn't help, you understand me? <laughs> so, that's that kind of setting. They gave me the microphone and I greeted them, you know, and then I started talking. But I've seen God do that over and over again. But as I was talking, it just came to my heart that, look, some of these people, you will never see them again. No matter what you say, you had better give it to them. Amen? <laughs> so, pure gospel. <laughs> Are you understanding me? Just I died for your sins. Are you understanding me? gospel. But when I entered that zone, it was like you are in your element. You know that kind of thing. Yes, this is supposed to be. And I know that thing. Even the, the big man there is afraid to stand up and go. <laughs> Where you won't go? I will use you for example. <laughs> Are you understanding me? You know that kind of thing. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Is a grace. Is a grace. Is a grace. So we went somewhere one time. A friend of mine and I is a minister too, and somebody did something that I was not too happy with. To him. So he's like, you know, those counties. I said that they can never do that kind of thing to me. He said, why? I said, you don't understand. I said, they can nobody, they can't do that kind of thing to me. It cannot happen. I said, no, 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 no. I said, well, graces are different. Are you understanding me? But I know that that kind of thing can never happen to me. I don't want to say what it is, but it can never happen to me. God knows why he made me like this. Uh, yes. <laughs> because like this is already enough. <laughs> if you just add two, one feet on top. <laughs> one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glory to God. So to everyone of us giving grace. Amen. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Recognize that you have grace. Alright? And don't look out and say, oh, I wish I was like that person. I wish no. Listen, let me tell you one thing. The grace of God upon your life will shine when you honor it first. Did you hear me? When you honor it first. Some of you have been taught how to honor grace on someone's life. You've not been taught how to honor the grace on your own life. And when someone gives you a gift that you value, you will keep it well. Is that not so? You will use it well. So it's a gift from God to you. 
Amen. Are we together? It's a gift from God to you. You know, suppose I have the gift. They're just, they're just effortlessly, there's this person I know, you know, my wife and I know, we know, um, know this person. You know, some people are just, they're just nice. There are some people that are trying to be nice. Yes, and that. They're not nice. <laughs> so once in a while, they try to be nice. So, Lord, you know I want to be nice today. <laughs> but at some point, effortlessly. They, I, don't know, I don't know if you call it a gift of hospitality, but people are just at home with them. Are you understanding me? Oh, please come over here. Please sit here. You won't ask questions. You say sit here. You just sit on the floor. Self. Where they tell you to sit? Just sit down. Just sit down. You just sit down. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> you will not complain at all. Are you understanding me? <laughs> They're so nice you can't reject. <laughs> say sit down. Say, no, 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 no. I didn't want you to sit on the floor. Say anywhere you want me to sit down, we'll sit. Then there are others that they say, please, can you come this way? Why? Why should I come that way? That what happened? Who are you? <laughs> Praise God. It's not just about sound. There's just, a, there's just a grace. You know what I'm talking about. Say, I'm graced. And I honor the grace of God upon my life. Say it again. I am graced. And I honor the grace of God upon my life. You know all these things even um, some people do with children, you know, children... I, I, I used to have my parents' church then, this lady. You know, even when she comes to talk to adults, she will bring out the child in you. Mommies and daddies, you just see yourself doing like this. <laughs> she will bring out the child in you. Are you understanding me? It's a grace. We just say, oh, children, just come around them. We just tell children what to do. They will just sit down. These are, let them leave you and those children. <laughs> you come down, you have divided the children. <laughs> you know? You know, people that put that, say, oh, maybe I, I like to serve in children's church after two Sundays. Um, Pastor. <laughs> By the time one child is crying, you carry him. You say, sorry, 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 cry him. He was crying. As you go, ah! He starts shouting. <laughs> Why there are some people that, that doesn't mean anything to them. Amen. They will enter there, all the children will just conform. <laughs> all the children will just conform. Even there's, you know, there's some children that when you see, you'll be suspecting that something is not right. Are you understanding me? What I mean is like, you know, there's some children, just, a child just come into a place, turn a chair upside down. Nothing happened. Are you understanding me? Just come, turn chair upside down. I say, what's wrong with this boy? Come here. Why did he turn upside down? He will kick the other one down. <laughs> but a teacher will call that child. He will come. Are you understanding me? And he said, don't do that again. You say, yes. Because of that teacher, he will not do anything. Are you understanding me? It's a grace. 
they, um, um, I, I met with someone one time, and she was complaining to me about her, is a nephew, I think, is a nephew, a small boy. He was barely three. He was barely three, two or three. He does not watch cartoon. If you put cartoon, start crying. He watches movies. <laughs> when they shoot somebody or start a person, you start laughing. <laughs> 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 you will start laughing. <laughs> You'll be laughing. It's barely three. <laughs> That's why I say, forget about him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then you see a teacher. Everything the child, that teacher tells the child to do, he does. It's a grace. And you understand what I'm saying? Now, what I'm trying to say to you is that I've tried to touch different things. It's not necessarily about preaching and teaching or singing. It covers many other things. Amen. But every one of us here, we're graced. And let me tell you, I end here. You will not know where you are graced and how graced you are if you're not serving people. Did you hear me? You won't. You're not doing anything. You just sit down. Give me the word. <laughs> Fire me the word. <laughs> no, you will never know where you are graced and how you are graced. But when you start serving people, you start applying yourself to the opportunities that come to help. That's why a local assembly is very important. A church family is very important. Oh, we're doing this together. We're doing this together. You are helping. Then you start discovering some things that... Is it sometimes, is even people that even help you discover... Are we together? The areas of your grace. Praise God. There's somebody somewhere, my wife knows the person. We say, let nobody go near the person. If you just go close to him, you will tell him your secret. <laughs> you say, I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> Everybody that goes around the person, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I don't know why I'm telling you. It's not that he's asking you. Are you understanding me? It's, I know there's something about counseling. Are you understanding me? That people are comfortable to open up. They say, ah, if you go there, you will talk. You <laughs> didn't plan to talk. You will talk. <laughs> it's a grace. Am I communicating? Lift your hands. Say, thank you, Lord, for your grace in my life. I honor the grace. Open my eyes to see opportunities. To serve you and to serve people. Stand on your feet everywhere. Amen. Thank him. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Take it the best, take it